Welcome to the CTC Podcast, where Chase Minifield, Dom Joseph, and Bill French discuss life lessons they have learned as young entrepreneurs in the business world. Join them as they debate current events, business topics, and enjoy a few laughs with their weekly guests. And now for today's show. What up, what up? Here we are with the CTC Podcast. I'm not sure what episode this is, but here we are with another week. My name is Chase Minifield. I'm your host. We got Dom joined the line. Hey, Dom Joe, man, I think you're a little low over there, man. Can we get you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we get your levels up, man? I'm a little low over there, my bad, Tommy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was going to do our nicknames today, bro. Duck Cake Dom Joe on the line. You already know. Duck Cake Dom Joe. Hey, Dom Joe the Dominator. Because, you know, Dom Joe, he came to UVA, bro. He had Dominator on all his... He wrote Dominator hey, on all his... the Dominator. Yeah. No, I did. No, I did. Hey, bro. Oh, I, still still did, bro. The, I still got the Dominator slides, bro. What you mean? You made the Dominator slides. <laughs> uh, this is your slides right there. Bro, you oh, made the... When you, when you was... Uh, you know, you used to edit pictures. You thought you was Mr. Picture Editor back in the day. In the trail. Yeah, man. You edit a slide and put the Dominator on there, man, and I put it on my Facebook. <laughs> the and then all of a sudden, and all of a sudden, now, now my nickname was the Dominator. Flamers. Don't forget about Flamers. Flamers is a term we used in Philly when something was hot. Like, that joint was Flames. You know what I'm saying? There you go. Multi-million dollar Max on the line. Multi-million. And we got a special guest on the line, man. John, big time, big. You know what I'm hey, saying? Hey, <laughs> in the building. I appreciate the love, fellas. Appreciate the opportunity, man. I'm glad to be a part of it tonight, man. My for job. sure, for sure. So just just a quick little intro on, on Ben, man. Ben, I'm going to let other two talk to about Ben before he gets into it, but to me, they're one of the best best players to ever pick up a ball at the University of Virginia. I don't care what type of ball. Oh, uh, man. That's, baseball, that's love, bro. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it was, they could do it. So, you know, we never really got the full experience of what, what Bill could could have brought to the University of Virginia table. But, you know, no, no, we all know. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, if you were there, you know. Hey, we we see the track on the side. Not a lot of people want to have a big on the other side of the field, number 33. Thirty-three, man. Like that middle linebacker, yeah. You knew where he was at all times. Right, right. Well, well, like I said, man. Not, not to interrupt, man, but I appreciate that. Number one, too, man. Y'all, y'all boys, some of the best athletes that I've ever had an opportunity to play with, man. So, reciprocation is showing love back to y'all, man. Especially, especially seeing many down. Y'all boys playing baseball, basketball. You know, Max is playing a little soccer, golf, and and you know what I'm saying. We're, we're diversified athletes, man. So, just mutual respect, fellas. Matt used to strip on that basketball court. He was Ben Wallace out there. I said, hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, sometimes you got to make your role. You know what I'm saying? You got to have to make it. So we got it. I'm going to get the board. We, we down to lock up D all day. <laughs> hey, usually when a guy played two sports, you know what I'm saying? He, he was he was a, he was also averaging twenty or thirty in basketball, and he was a star football player. Max was over there averaging sixteen boards. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we needed that though, man. Yeah, you yeah, one of them. I'll tell you one thing, Max is Max is. I would say Max's hops was underrated on the team, man. That boy could jump Max, out. Yeah, boy, the, the way he got the rebound, athleticism, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> 
We didn't really talk about it, but it was impressive. I did. Hey, I can't. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For team. We, 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 we had to make it. We had to make a. We had to make an executive decision and make Max the starting center on the intramurals team. You know what I'm saying? So I did. Yeah, yeah, I did try out Billy Tucker before me. I ain't believe yeah. that. Yeah, look. Now we better look. Y'all go find a better one. We had to keep like the. Um, I don't even know who it would be, man. But we was playing position in basketball before they played position in basketball. You know what I'm saying? We was all the same height across the board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That's all good. That's very oh, good, man. man. So. Man, man, tell everybody, man, tell everybody where you're from, um, how you ended up at the University of Virginia, um, what you studied at UVA. Just give them a little first, a little from high school to college type of story real quick. No doubt, no doubt, absolutely, man. So I, I, I was born and raised in Fayetteville, North Carolina, man. My pops was in the military uh, in the United States Army. And so I, I was born in Fayetteville, North Carolina, you know what I'm saying, fast forward. Uh, I go to high school. My dad gets stationed in Fort Lee. And so I go to high school from ninth grade to 12th grade in Prince George. And that Prince George, Maryland, is one right down in Virginia, right by like Colonial Heights, Petersburg, right? And uh, I get involved. Obviously, I've been playing, you know, baseball, football, basketball all throughout high school. And we kind of led me to UVA, and that was, it was really uh, one of those last-minute last scenarios. And I really didn't have uh, UVA on the radar. And, uh, you know, I was a big-time, you know, baseball prospect coming out of high school. And, in fact, I took my junior season year off from football. You know, I didn't play at all because I was concentrating on paying for the upcoming draft. And uh, one day I get the itch. I want to play football again. I told my dad, you know, and he was just like, hey, hey son, go for it. In my senior year, um, I had actually joined the team halfway through the season. I had missed the first five games. I joined the football team. And uh, a colleague, uh, actually my coach, man, one of the one of the best linebackers to come out of UVA, uh, Coach Byron Three, he was coaching for one of the local teams. And I probably had maybe like twenty five tackles, uh, two receiving touchdowns, maybe about two hundred yards receiving, and you know, plethora of tackles. <laughs> After that game, he called Coach Grove and was like, "You got to see this John Business kid at uh, at Prince George." And so UVA was at the at the school the next day, probably like the next week. That Monday, and, uh, you know, that's when UVA, they offered me the, uh, the scholarship right there on the spot, man. And that's how I ended up at UVA. Um, and then they had the, you know, opportunity to play a little bit of football and baseball, man. So that, that's kind of what got me to uh, UVA. And to answer your question about the school, man, I uh, actually studied sociology. Um, <laughs> I, I went in wanting to get into the comm school, and y'all, y'all boys know how tough, you know, balancing student-athlete and trying to take, calculus and all those tough classes, so I ended up taking a different course and uh, finished up, you know, graduating in uh, 2010 with my degree in uh, sociology. Oh, man. So we always dive into your experience at the University of Virginia academically. Like, you just kind of touched on it a little bit, but... Right, right. What, what, what is the true academic experience at UVA? As you said, you went to the comp school, ended up with the old football social. You know what I'm saying? The old football social. Like <laughs> right. so, um, what 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 was your experience with it support wise? Um, you think that you had an opportunity to um, do the things you wanted to do, and do you think it could have been more to help um, people that might have aspirations outside of the social psychology and bomb yeah. major? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, man. And 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 but before before I do say this, man, again for everybody listening. 
you know, and it's not to compare and contrast, but Chase Mayfield was the ideal student athlete to 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 look after and kind of mold and see what he was doing on and off the field, man. With the academic, when Chase first came, first thing, man, it, it was one of those things that he was just a little different than from a mentality standpoint, you know. So I'll, I'll preface with that. And mm-hmm. number, 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 yeah, no doubt, man. Number, number two, I wish I would have did a little bit more. I wish I would have put more effort into my studies. You know, obviously, it was a tough, you know, tough, tough regimen, man. But the, it, it wasn't. It wasn't the fact that the classes were were super difficult. You know, because well, if you get to UVA, you know, you you know, we're all capable. Um, but it was the uh, to, to to me it was the level of focus and you know the structure you know going to study hall and actually getting something out of it you know but we was on you know Facebook and you know chopping it up joking around and, and not really getting anything done and then we had exams coming up and then we had you know what I'm saying so it, it was one of those things where I would I would recommend all student athletes now when you step foot on that campus come come ready to. To get it done in the classroom, just as much effort you put into your your athletic career and your general sport, man. Because my sociology degree, yeah, I'm I'm blessed and thankful for it, but that's not really what I want. It, it, it was never what I wanted to do in my career. I always wanted to be in business. I always wanted to be in entrepreneurship. And so, whatever you want to do, you got to make sure that you you know you guys take them classes and, and coursework serious. And uh, and just get it get it done in the classroom and use your resources, you know, the tutoring and everything that we have as student athletes, man. So I will say that. For sure. We always sure. talk about on here how we think there's a lot more, and we'll get into this a little later once we get into transition out of sports, but we think there's a lot of things that right. aren't done that, you know, you kind of set it's almost like a setup in this during your four years there to to not be progressive once you get out of school. You know what I'm saying? I think it's not right. that thought process. It's almost a, a thought process of getting to the next day. Let's make sure Viv is eligible for tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Right. Let's make, sure that, uh, let's make sure Dom Joe is eligible for tomorrow. He can play in this game. And I mean, that's their job. That's their job to make sure that we there and we can play. And they convince us right. to not push ourselves. But then you have, like, the Tiki's and the Fridays that go to business school. And, and before we got there, I'm not sure – I done met a couple guys at BAW that had engineering degrees, and I was like, yo, man, engineering degree, bro. And, you know, I'm just sitting here talking to them. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I don't know how you got an engineering degree. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. But more power to But one of the differences was that, because uh, I, I was thinking about doing the comms school when I came too, but with, right. I know Switzerland with London, but with Grow Practices starting at 2 o'clock, oh, you either had to miss yeah, choose right. practice or going to class. A lot of classes were in the afternoon. So you often can not even really take the comm school. Because I remember Jason Fuller was in the comm school, and he missed. Ooh, he missed, yeah, he did, yeah. He did because of classes. So you had to kind of choose. Who was Fuller up to? Fuller out here probably doing good in the corporate world right now. Fuller is a short guy. <laughs> I bet so. Um, yeah. The max man, that that max, that that's 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 a great point, man. Because again, you you we had limited time. You know, we had limited time and structure. You got early morning workouts, right? Six seven o'clock workouts. You go to class. You got to be back at the field by two three thirty three o'clock for film. You practice, get out of practice at six o'clock. So I mean, it, the, the the limitations that we had, and I'm glad you know when London came in and what they're doing now, they changed the whole complete structure. I'm yeah. practicing. The guys are able to take evening classes. You know what I'm saying? And, and really devote more right. time towards school. That's that's a game changer, man. Um, but Chase, I'm 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 like you, man. I, I know y'all boys remember Judge J.K. 
Yeah. You know, John, John, yeah. John Kevin both said he, he double majored. Yeah. He double majored yeah. in, 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 bio, in bio and social. Now he's in med school. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's, 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 it's doable, man. But, you know, that, that, that structure, man, is, 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 is very key, bro. Like, definitely. Yeah. I always say, I, I got into UVA. To, first of all, I think they said that comes through everybody when you come in. You know what I'm saying? They said that comes through and the recruiting right. process. And then they don't never tell us that you probably won't be able to take these classes, but you know what I'm saying? That's all good. <laughs> right. Um, but I got you know, to an engineer. They, hey, they tell you you get first pick of classes, but you don't get first pick of what times and classes are. <laughs> they exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was, uh, I tell everybody this, story, man. I, I got into UVA as an engineer, engineering all my thing. Everybody else had CLAS. You know what I'm saying? I had E and D on my little, on my little drone. And I said, uh, <laughs> Yo, uh, how many, how many football guys in this, in this program right here? Like, like, not just freshmen, sophomore, junior, senior. They said nobody. Right. I said, oh, hold on, man. I'm going to have to go talk to Adrian real quick. <laughs> <laughs> they're, trying, they're trying to get me up out of here before I even get started. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, man. Oh, but, so, um, there, man. So, go ahead and give people a little background. Obviously, me, Dom, and Max know what your story right. was at the, at the University of Virginia sports-wise. But go ahead and give me your experience at the University of Virginia, the injuries, changing sports, um, right, right. not being allowed to play two sports at once, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and yeah, how that has, yeah. has affected you at the time and how it's affected you, or how, how, it, how it affected you at the time and how you learned from it and grew from it and was able to use it going forward. Absolutely, fellas. I mean, you know, I, I haven't really, you know, told a lot of people, man. A lot of people really don't know the real deal, you know. Um, when I when I first got my scholarship, and I took my official visit, and uh, I they they actually took me over to the uh, to the baseball stadium. I was with Coach O'Connor and Coach Grove. They looked me in the eyes and told me, as soon as you step foot on campus, you know, you're going to be able to play both sports here at the University of Virginia. So, I mean, I was sold. Boom, committed right there on the spot, you know. Um, and as you, you know, just, just from a learning process, you know, some of that stuff you got to, you know, like in business, as we're entrepreneurs now, you know, you got to get stuff in right. You know, it's, it's one thing to get a man's word, but it's another thing to, to capture it on paper to protect yourself and give yourself some type of leverage and ways to make sure that you're being able to execute what's being told to you. As, as in the recruiting process and coaches tell you this and tell you that, you know, people can tell you anything, you know what I'm saying? So I'll preface with that, man. And then as I got onto campus, um, you know, football kind of kicked off well for me, man. I was a, uh, you know, pretty, pretty highly tied linebacker. They switched me up. I was kind of, uh, you know, I started as a DB playing safety and I remember making a play in the backfield, probably my first, first few reps. In training camp, and Coach Grove looked at me, stopped practice, and he blew the whistle. I, I tackled my boy, my best friend, right down in the backfield with a little option read. And uh, he stopped and was like, you know, Bittles, you're going to play linebacker. So I'm like 215 pounds in there trying to mess with Brandon Albert and Eugene Monroe. And, uh, you know, I, I had my own for a little while. And, uh, you know, I, I did extremely well. We all redshirted most of our class, man. I was really kind of set. I had a mentor in John Copper who was really teaching me the game. John Copper and at those linebackers, man, I had my, you know, my old heads and my, my older brothers, man, really like, you know, grooming me. And uh, my first year, man, after I completed that first fall, I got to the spring, and I started having a uh, before that, before spring during winter, 
I started having these crazy knee pains, and uh, it, it was it was it was pretty it was pretty rough, you know, not not the general knee pain that you know you look sore. It, it, it was like sharp pain, and uh, I go to the trainers, I let them know, you know, hey, you know, something's going on with my knee. Can you guys take a look at it? And uh, kind of ended up, man, where they. They, they they basically told me I had a bone bruise, and you know, maybe even even at you know eighteen nineteen years old, uh, I was very mindful and kind of understanding. It was like, you know, is this is this something? I, I asked questions, you know, I was like, is this something I need to, you know, kind of sit out, kind of get some, you know, recovery, you know, saying maybe modify my training a little bit, and uh, it, it turned out that you know I, I didn't have an opportunity to get my training and stuff modified, and so. You boys, y'all, y'all wasn't with us at this time. Y'all was coming in. We had a different strength coach, man. But we were, you know, y'all, y'all know the deal. Ain't, ain't no need to get nitty gritty on that, man. But you know, I'm squatting four hundred, you know, running three hundreds, you know, still knee, knee banged up and still hanging with everybody. So because I was able to push through, and I had a high tolerance for pain, they didn't know how much pain I was in. You know what I'm saying? Boom, we transitioned to the spring, and my knee is 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 ultra pain and so before they as they started to now they decided to do like an MRI and take the x-rays and Dr. David Didock who did all my knee surgery he looked at me, he looked at my knee fellas and he said uh he said I'm surprised you're even able to walk your knees in such bad shape I had loose bone bur- uh, loose bone spurs in the front both sides and the back of my knee and my cartilage was basically worn right and he he, he, he told me if I was, I was 19 years old, and he told me if I was of age, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, 50, 60 years old, I would have been a candidate for total knee replacement. And, uh, man, you talk about being 19 and getting hit with that, boy, it was, uh, that, that was a rough ride, fellas, you know what I'm saying? So then y'all, y'all boys come, you know what I'm saying? I'm, 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 I'm still big, you know what I'm saying? I'm still athletic, man, but, you know, I, I basically just, from, from there on, my, my my football career was basically over before it even started, you know. Um, yeah, so I, mean, I, I can go a little bit more into depth on that, bro. But um, so, what do you? If you had to go back again, what what would you do differently? Sit out. Yeah, I would. I would. I would. You know, I would have uh, requested more time to, to to rest and recover. You know, what I'm saying a, a, a lot. A lot of times, injury prevention, or before you get to that threshold of actual injury, there, there, there's things that could be done in a preventative way. You know, what I'm saying. I mean, maybe. And, and I was proactive, and, and I was mindful, but you, you boys know what it is. You know what I'm saying? Man, you're in that, especially, especially football. Oh, tell them, you can't go to practice? Oh, boy. Yeah. You know, you're, you're not going to work out? Oh, boy. You know, because <laughs> it, it, we all understand the structure and, and the football mentality. and You know what I'm saying? You got to push through and all that, man. But it, it didn't, y- 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 y'all boys know me better than a lot of people, man. It don't get no tougher than me. You know what I'm saying? And so, and, and, and that goes with all of us, you know, but that, there's a, and I'm trying to really get involved and, and, and to explain in this, man. Like, it's, it's one thing to be tough, and it's another thing to listen to your body. And Chase will tell, t- tell you too, or Chase will make me laugh, boy. And then, they used to try to get Chase to come back, boy. If Chase was, if that knee wasn't ready, Chase, Chase and tell him, boy, oh, <laughs> you, you, you can forget about it. <laughs> 
I'm also in a different situation because obviously I was red-shirted. So I didn't yeah. the questions that, uh, that Ben was feeling. Right. I was red-shirted. They weren't getting me out of that bed. I was in bed with this kid. Like you kind of what you said earlier, Chase, not only were they getting ready just for like, all right, is, you know, it's Chase Minifield, John Biggs, academically ready to play tomorrow. It was physically, uh, can they just play tomorrow? Can they practice today? It wasn't. Oh. All right, let's look at their second year. Let's look at their third year. They're going to be able to play. Right, right. There we go. You, right. you, you're 19 years old, and you got, you know, people two, three, four years old, and all the coaches you're trying to impress. Be like, hey, coach, man, my knee ain't feeling good. Can I sit out this practice? That wasn't even something that went through any of our heads. Honestly, you can't ask an 18, 19-year-old kid who's been playing you know football for life and trying to quit. Yeah. Maybe if you're a right. starter, you know what I'm saying, you get a vet day, but you trying to crack the lineup? Nah, that's, right. that's a tough thing to ask. I mean, they, I feel like they don't take enough. Priority and really looking out. Not even the trainers. The trainers are on the coaches' staff. You know, they're, they're pretty much paid by right, school. Right. So their job is to make sure that we can play, not to make sure that we have longevity. So it's it's, it's hard, man. I know a lot of players. You, you know, they, I, I would say rude next year, but they were like, man, I'm, I got to play. What? Hey, man, Bro, I, I mean, do that too, man. You know what I'm saying? My senior year, I took two quarters on shots in one season in my shoulder. Got to Green Bay, thinking I'm right. cool. I knew something was up, but I was just managing. Doing, you know, right, right. did everything yeah. until I got the Green Bay, failed the physical, sent me home, man. They flew Dom Joe Dom Joe flew out on the same flight he flew in on. Hey, Chase, he was on the flight before before they finished refueling it. He was on the same flight. Let me back on the plane, and then Dom Joe got the they were still refueling and putting in the food. Yeah, they were still doing maintenance. Yeah, they were still doing maintenance over there. Oh, was Green Bay practicing. I mean, they joke about it, but it's it's real, man. No, that's the situation. Sitting out, man. That was nothing. That's what I even thought about. This is situation though. Everybody's doing everything for themselves, and we didn't realize that because we were doing everything for them. Yeah, right, right. But 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 everybody from the training staff. To the coaches, to the to the, um, the weight people, to the, to the street people, they all doing things for themselves. And who employs them is the University of Virginia. You know what I'm saying? So, right, right, but that's right. every they organization, every university. Yeah, that's everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, they don't you know, when you get recruited. No, they don't. They don't tell you that. But you know, but, but here's another thing, fellas. Again, man, it's, it's like another thing, man. They. You, everybody knew how athletic I was, how fast I was, but y'all see me on film. I'm out here hobbling. I'm out here like, <laughs> I'm, out, I'm out here, I, I can't even really run. You know what I'm saying? But y'all still making me practice. You know, there, there, right. there's like a, a, like I said, man, it's, it's a thin line in between like pushing, pushing the envelope and really just being flat out, you know what I'm saying, just ir- irresponsible. And for, for me, again, when I, before I came, I, I turned down two hundred fifty thousand dollars as a high school prospect, and so I had my whole my whole career to look at. But to but to get to be nineteen years old and to be faced with my career being over, y'all y'all boys might have didn't know, but they I was offered they they wanted me to do a, a medical exemption. Right, y'all, y'all familiar with medical exemption? Right. So, 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 so with that medical exemption, I would have forfeited all of my NCAA eligibility, and they would have they would have kept me on academic scholarships so that I could have finished off school, right? But I wouldn't have been able to play anything anymore. And so I was just like, man, 
I don't like that. I, you know what I'm saying? Y'all boys, I mean, I'm, I'm 19 years old. I'm like, man, I'm not going to give up my academic, I mean, my, my NCAA eligibility. And so I was like, what, what's, what's the next best thing? You know what I'm saying? And Dr. Dita basically told me, uh, there's a surgery, it's an operation, fellas, called a high tibial osteotomy. It's a very, very rare, rare surgery procedure. It basically saw my tibia bone in half, and I had four screws two coming out of the angle, going like, you know, from my, you know, thigh down, and then two coming up from the tibia, up with like a little wedge, like the kind of like you were screwing to a wall, like keeping everything in place. And this was my situation. He was like, if you, you can get that surgery and you'll have a 2% chance of coming back and being like your former self, like your former, you know, elite, you know, type athlete, athlete that you, that you normally wore. And so I said, it was me and my mom, man. And, you know, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a little teary eyed. You know what I'm saying? And I was just like, you know what, but I'm going to take that 2% chance because you don't know my God and you don't know my work ethic. I, I don't think I said all that. But that's what I was saying in my mind. You know, I, I think I just told him, like, you know what I'm saying, I, I'm, I'm going to take that 2% chance, Doc. You know what I'm saying? So then that's when I got the surgery. And then I was basically I was basically about a smooth two and a half to three years out of sports, just rehabbing. You know what I'm saying? Trying to come back and just like, nah, I'm not really, this ain't working. Um, and so, so yeah, man, it's like that, that. To, to, to put an athlete, to put a young man in a position like that that has such a bright future in sports and then to almost have that career take I'm not going to say it was taken away from me, but I, I, I will say things could have been done a little bit differently that could have extended my, my athletic career. Does that make sense? You know what I'm saying? I don't like to point fingers and blame anybody because you know, everybody takes accountability at, on their own times, but all I'm saying is things could have been done a tad bit differently. And, you know, it still worked out. You know, guys still, you know, he blessed me with the opportunity to play professional baseball, you know, but it, it was still like one of those things like, man, I wanted to play football too. You know what I'm saying? I, I wanted to have a football career. I got one career tackle on my, on my stat sheet. <laughs> Special teams play. And when I hit that, I hit that guy from Pitt where I couldn't, most exciting time of my life, you know. <laughs> most exciting time of my life, but I could, I could, I could never see the field because I was always hurt, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, just, just, just a little reflection on that, man. But before yeah. we move on, before we move on, man, I want to tell everybody, any young athletes listening out here, but man, when you're playing through pain, man, like really, really, really think about why am I playing through pain? Who am I playing through pain for? You know what I'm saying? Right. Because Every time I play through pain, I end up getting hurt. In high school, I told my I told my Achilles, I mean not my Achilles, my ACL. I told my ACL the the the, the game before that, or two games before that, I had uh, you know dude hit my knee, fell down, my knee got stiff overnight. I'm sitting here thinking like we're in the tournament, it's like Christmas tournament, right? My knee gets stiff overnight. I sit out the next game, and then I try to come back and play against this big dude, big time player. Um, out of UK, Darius Miller, shout out to Darius Miller, current NBA okay. player. But he was a Kentucky guy, and John Calpite was in the building. So, you know, I had to play. Let's hear, let's hear, you know what I'm saying? I had to play. And I had to go up against the dude coming into my city for a Christmas tournament. You know what I'm saying? And I was doing the buckets right out the gate. I think I had the first see it. And next thing you know, <laughs> the whole gym went quiet, man. You know what I'm saying? Made the wrong cut. Right. 
ACL tear. <laughs> Come off the court, you know what I'm saying? Go home, sit in bed. I had to call Coach Jones, tell myself my ACL play basketball. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, um, but really think, every time I played in pain, man, I end up getting hurt worse. Like, in the CFL, that was my last game, was an Achilles tear. Got hurt in practice. My, my Achilles was bothering me. I don't even know why I'm trying to play. I'm over here pushing myself in the CFL, but my Achilles hurt me in tight. You know what I'm saying? For, 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 for a little $50,000 contract. You know what I'm saying? In the preseason game at that. In the preseason game at that. And then, tore my Achilles, full tear. You know what I'm saying? I'm in. Got to get surgery in Canada. They don't give me no inju- injury. I'm not on injury reserve. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? None of that. They just sold me up and sent me back home. And then, oh, it, just, it, just, it, just, it just goes on to the fact like, man, everybody's doing the things for themselves. And you right, got to do things right. that's best for your interest as well. And I know Bill put it to the point, like, after my first injury, like, besides playing in pain, I wasn't coming back on the field if I was 100%. It was not 110. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, I, right. I, I, I lied to, I lied to the, uh, the training staff every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I was at the desk here, and I had an ACL recently. <laughs> I had an ACL recently, and you know what I'm saying? They're doing tests like, man, you should be back by now. I'm like, hey, measure to get this leg, doc. Let's just get good leg. <laughs> 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 hey, man, I don't want my good leg is, it ain't 100%. You know what I'm saying? That's right, right. Like, if, I can't, if I can't squat with my good leg, the same as I can squat off my new repair leg, then I'm not 100%. That's 95. Yeah, that's yeah, not right, 100. Right, right. Yeah, that's 95. Right, that's yeah. not 100. So, I, I never came back onto the field after ACL until at least like full 12 months. Full 12 months before that, I come out there and go get right. people that's, that's um, over here dropping in bombs. Go get people <laughs> I've been playing. You know what I'm saying? Like you just can't go out there. I mean, right, right. Joe dropped me. Stay Joe dropped me in my drawers like on one on ones when I first got back on the field. Oh Joe! Oh Joe! Oh Joe! I just want to say that. Like you play through pain. If you play through pain, man, really think about it. Like we are conditioned to think that you know, as especially as a young athlete, like I got to do this for my guys, do this for my people, do this for the team. But really, you got to sit down and think about, like, is it worth it? Is it, it worth is, it? Right, right, right. Um, they'll play you real quick once you get hurt. Oh, yeah, man. The game don't yeah. stop. And time don't stop. Nah, nah right. They ain't going to sit there and take a little. They'll play you. And, Max, Max I'm, I'm glad you said that, too, man, because, you know, all, what, what we're talking about, man, a lot of people don't have that. Uh, I'm not going to say that. that I, I'll just say that they don't have that voice for themselves. They're not going to really advocate like me and Chase did for, for ourselves. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people are just going to go with the flow. You know what I'm saying? And you're going to play through that pain. You got, you, you, these young athletes have got to be able to, you know, stand up and say, listen, guys, I know the schedule, but I'm just not ready to go. You know what I'm saying? Because that, 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 that pressure to be on the field, the pressure to play, the pressure to lose, like Max is saying, Next man up mentality. You mess around this a practice, you be on the scout team smooth the next week. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I, absolutely. Think, but I think but, the sad but, case of what we're talking about, yeah. too, is Zion Williams, man. Like, he had no yeah, business playing after he got hurt. And then he talked about, oh, I, I might want to come back. Come on, bro. He's you know that. what I'm saying? Now, I can relate to that mentality, man, because when I was in college, I remember thinking, man, like, there's nothing like going to, going to war you know what I'm saying, going out there with y'all, you know what I'm saying, and competing and balling out, and, and you know what I'm saying, I get all that. But right. the old me, bro, you going to risk your entire future, man, 
on what? Or for what? On what? Right. I'm going to tell you what the underlying issue is the fact that we built an environment of hyper-masculinity of yeah. who we got to be in, in society or the football player to be right. successful. Right, that's and, and if we not if we not meeting that, if we not meeting that, you saw, you're not, you're not, you're not riding with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, you right. Us down. There's a whole <laughs> bunch of different things that a guy gotta gotta deal with. Or he gotta he gotta fill all these different labels. As man, yeah, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, because, that's because that's 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 great, though. Hey. That's a trait, you know what I'm saying? Get you to where you, you know what I mean? Get you to who you are today, too, you know what I mean? Like, uh, oh, yeah, right. You gotta ride. Well, you gotta be honest, respect, too, though. I mean, respect is a major key. It's yeah, what they, it's what they, you know, ingrained us so badly. The coaches don't even have to reiterate that. It's your teammates, honestly, because it's ingrained everybody. The coaches are the one, like, come on, bro, you can right. do it. It's your, it's your teammates that are pushing you, but they don't, they don't understand who we know them. You tell your coach, hey, coach, I ain't going today. Coach run away like, oh, you ain't going today? Oh, uh, right. man. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I hate to see these consequences. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember one time I, I, I came out to practice smooth, straight in the jersey. No helmet, no pads, no nothing. And Jesus showed me, was like, uh, hey, you know, hey, John, you're not practicing. And I was like, uh, not, not, not today, coach, not today, man. You know, he, was, he looked at me like he's seen a ghost for it. And he was like, uh, he, was, he, 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 he told me this. You know, he said, uh, you know, once you once you stop feeling sorry for yourself and 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 self pity and this this and that, and I, I, it was one of those moments, man. I, I I just looked at him. You know, I I still have a high degree of respect and all for all all my coaches, man. But it's still one of those things, just like self pity. You know, self that like, man, I'm 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 out here trying to take care of myself, man. Then I, then I go play not to deviate. I go play pro baseball. And I came up in a similar situation. Me just man, that shit was hurting, fellas. Excuse my language. And I go to I go to the training staff. I got coaches calling me pussy, calling me bees. Oh, Biv's soft. Oh, Biv don't want to play. I'm 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 like, man, do you guys know who I am? First and foremost, not 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 on no, you know what I'm saying, like ego trip, but it's just like, do you know what I've been through to to get to this point? You guys, my, my, my medical staff, my, you know, um, not medical staff, my uh, injury report or, you know, like you know, everybody gets like the report when, you know, y'all boys know draft time. They get all your comp- compilation of injuries and all that. Bro, my, my, my medical history is, is the Bible, gee, the Bible thick. So it's yeah. like you guys, you guys know what I went through, so don't, don't make it seem like I'm just like, you know, not, I think not I, playing because I'm, I, I don't want to play. You know, I never make sense to me. Right. I think they, um, test, they, 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 they know what they're doing. They tested yeah. you to try to right. use reverse psychology to get you out there. Yeah. Like, I know in the right. league, they was definitely just trying to get people to go out there so then they could cut them. Like, I've seen plenty of people go back out there and get cut the next day. Like, right. dude, if you was out there limping on tape like you was limping at UVA, they wouldn't have kept you around and they wouldn't have owed you no money. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I, I'm gonna pay you. You'd be out of there. Yeah, just out, out of there. Don't. Sure. I remember when I got hurt my second year because Dom Joseph won a horse collar me, messed up my foot. But you're just a little too slow, man. I had to come, I had to come hold you down. You was behind me, though. You was last second dive, and it was a no tackle practice. That's okay. I'm going to let it It was a no tackle practice. No tackle practice. You know what? Yeah, you're going to call him a jerk. I never forget the day. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm making my way up. Second year. Like, just oh, cracked the starting lineup, but you know what I'm saying? Run the ball because I didn't fumble the whole spring season, and then Don Joe messed me up. <laughs> but they told me, man, I went to Dr. Vida. I had the same uh, injury as Teddy P uh, in my foot. Right. And they was like, and Teddy P got the surgery. I'm like, yeah, you, you get surgery back in four weeks. I was like, man, I'm going to go home. I got to tell you, the doctor. He said, man, look, he said, it's not, the surgery's not natural. You put screws in your plate. That's not how you're supposed to heal. So you give it right. six to eight weeks natural, you'll heal naturally, and then you come back when you're ready. So you got to get a second opinion, man. That's why I never get surgery there because, I mean, Shady P, I talked to him like probably maybe two, three years ago. He said his foot still hurts from that. And my foot is fine, but I mean, you got all them screws, and you, they do surgery because it's the quickest way to get you back, but it's not that's not the way to get you back. You know, your body is so amazing. It can heal itself. You just get it time. Man, man, that, that's, that's, a, that's yeah, another great true. point, Max. That's, that's another great point, but, uh, you know, and, I, and, and as I reflect, just to kind of, you know, piggyback on that, man, it's like I'm, I'm 31 years old and I've had five surgeries, four on one knee and one on my thumb shoulder. I tore my labor. And like you said, you know, how much that, 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 that surgery, man, you get in there and start cutting tendons and, and replacing stuff, and then cutting, you know what I'm saying, cutting bone, how, how, how much, like what, what if I would have just took a, you know, a full year off or full two years off and opting out to get the surgery. Maybe my body would have kind of, like like Max said, kind of healed on its own, you know what I'm saying, with yeah. the proper therapy, the proper, you know what I'm saying, therapeutic and PT and all that stuff, man, you know. It's something to think about, man. And um, while, while we're on the subject, too, another thing, man, and, you know, D. Carter, the, 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 the pain meds, that's a whole yeah, that's man. A whole the ball, that's a whole nother ball game. Yeah, yeah. Dom that's the Dom Joe that. solution. That's, hey, that's a whole nother conversation. You talk, you yeah. talk about before I put my foot down, man. I might, I might have been popping about five, six Advils before practice, just to get through practice. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? And that that was that was Monday through Friday. You know what I'm saying? At least Monday through Thursday. Yeah, you know the people that I, tore it yeah. on every game. Oh man. The news came out there. That cortisol, the, the cortisol shots causing cancer. Hey, man, I said this. That's what I said. If I, if I, if I got to come in here and I got to take all this stuff and, and I got to still go out here and play, there's no way. It's just a match. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. When he was with Coach Grove, we was playing a lot of zone. I got a lot of help. You know what I'm saying? It was right. If I see a junior, I'm going to play straight man. I'm playing yeah, straight man out there. I need to feel good. I need to feel great when I walk out there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> I need to feel good. Go ahead and keep it going, man. We're going this all day. You know how we do. For sure. But, uh, yeah, man. Man, uh, what's up? Talk about, man, once you got done, once you graduated UVA, you actually you went to go play baseball for a little bit at UVA, and then you went to, you got a little pro try, and um, right, talk to right. people with, like, your transitioning um, from – Going to talk a little bit about baseball, as much as you want to talk about baseball, and then transitioning out of sport, going into, you know, the ver- ver- Vertex performance and where, okay. whatever okay. you did before that, okay? Right, absolutely, man. So after I, you know, I, I left Virginia, you know, I ended up transferring in 2010, um, and I went down a level, man. I went to Virginia State, you know, right there in Petersburg, right by my, you know, hometown. I went to high school in Prince George, man, and um you know, I had a, I had a great season there, man. I'm still kind of recovering, but, you know, I, I got healthy enough. I played that season around about 70%, man. And, and like Chase said, you know, I, I got a look. I got an opportunity. 
I started showcasing well. Got my timer back down. And I ended up being, you know, blessed. One of the biggest blessings of my life, man. Uh, became a 12th round draft pick, man, to the Milwaukee Brewers back in 2010 in that draft. And, um, you know, played play a little Pro Bowl. You know, I played my first rookie season up in Helena, Montana. Um, you know, that, that team won a championship, and I started with them, and then I got actually sent down to the AZM to, like, further my development because I just had to, you know, work, work a few things out with the timing-wise. And uh, that, that AZL team, too, we won the championship there as well, man. So I won the championship my first year of Pro Ball and, uh, with, with the Arizona League Brewers. Um, and then we fast forward and, you know, we kind of talked about some of the injuries and kind of basically resurfaced. And, and so my, when I, when I reported to spring training, man, I was in the best shape of my life, probably about 5% body fat, right around 212, 215, depending on the week. And, uh, I had my timing back down and I was really, I was hitting home runs, running down balls and I feel like I had had my throwing velocity back. And then I, you know, I stumbled upon the injuries again. And long story short, so I can just keep, you know, we don't spend too much time on a tangent. I get, I get released about a week before I ever competed in my first spring training. Um, and, you know, the story behind that, you know, it was one of those moments, fellas, where after they were, you know, saying I was basically like, you know, lying and kind of like fudging my injury. I sat down, I requested a meeting with all the, you know, the director, all, all the big wigs in the organization, right? And we had a conversation and basically told them, like, hey, you know, this is what the situation is. And they, they, they told me, guys, they, they looked me in the eyes and they told me, Viv, don't rush back. We're going to give you time to heal. We're going to send your case up to the big leagues. Uh, they're going to review your case and, uh, you know, we're going to take our time. I had those guys in there, man. Some of those guys were tearing up when I, when I told them my story. And it was one of those moments I started crying, fellas. I was like, man, this is the first time I'm actually going to have time to recover. Well, I don't have to rush back. I don't have to rush back to the field. So I'm crying. They're crying. And I go home. I'm calling my family. I'm happy to call on my boys. All my teammates are happy for me. And, uh, Man, the, the the next day, bro, I pull up to the clubhouse. I'm 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 the first one. I, I I beat I beat the coaches to the to the clubhouse, right? I pull up and uh, you know the the, the clubby is there to open the door, and he's like, Diggs needs to see you. So I'm like, okay, cool, no problem. I pull up, man, and and I get released that next day after they told me that I'm on I'm on the airplane smoking right back to VA, you know, and. Uh, it was it was it was one of those moments when I when I got released I had so much love in that Brewers organization man I had I had my teammate my teammates some of my teammates were crying bro like in dead tears I can't believe y'all doing this to death this ain't right you know what I'm saying I'm, I'm telling them man they they were, it was almost a riot in that bad boy I'm telling them like man y'all man it's cool you know what I'm saying I went out <laughs> be easy be easy <laughs> <laughs> right don't 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 get them fellas I mean they was ready to shoot the lions on them boys man and, uh, you know, I, I went out, man, fellas, I got on my hands and knees, man, I prayed, thank God, you know, and I, I told him, just give me a second, I went to a room by myself, man, and prayed, thank God, and I, I just, man, I went out, you know, cried a little bit, and took it like a G, man, shook everybody's hands, thank you for the opportunity, man, and took my flight back, and so after after that, man, I kind of felt like God was just moving me in a different direction, fellas, man, and, and 
I knew I could have I could have rehabbed and, and 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 got back in shape and and, and tried out for another team whether I would have had to go indie ball or whatever. I had an agent. I could have got another baseball opportunity, but I felt like God was moving me in a different direction. And so I've always had this passion for, you know, youth mentorship, for one, getting involved in the community. And then I've always wanted to be a businessman, right? So right right after I got released, I started like substitute teaching. Uh, I was working on my personal training certification, man. So I just kind of like worked like a common one of the local gyms. And during that process, I was writing my business plan. You know, and then I got another opportunity to start uh, with a company, uh, which is, you know, Defy Genetics, and I kind of engineered and, and launched that uh, company with him, man. And then after that, um, Vertex Performance was born, man. And that was back in 2013. Uh, I was about 25 years old, man. And so I basically, that, that, that concept, and I know you guys can appreciate it, I was like, well, if, if, if we're truly trying to get these more, more kids and our youth to the next level, why don't they have the structure that we have at the collegiate and the professional level? You know what I'm saying? And so I, t- I took that concept when I started writing. I was like a one-stop shop principal. We got to cover the fitness, the sports performance, the academics, the mentorship, the nutrition, the sports medicine, you know, all the way down to the nitty-gritty details, man. We got to provide, you know, resources and get community involvement and, and, and like I said it's kind of like the motivation of speaking the inspiration and kind of just combine it all into one company man so Vertex Performance I created that you know based off like achieving your peak potential you know let's, let, let, let's help each other like become the best versions of ourselves you know and if you look at the uh, if you look at the logo one of the, the one variation of the logo is a mountain peak you know as we all know man we're athletes we're trying to climb to that top, right? We're trying to become that best. We're trying to be peak performers, right? But you boys know, too, it ain't about just getting to the top. The Tom Brady's, the Jordans, the MJ's, and, and, you know, all the Hall of Famers, the Kobe's, it's about sustainability, right? So if you see my logo, you'll see the peak, and then you'll see it on, on the other side of the mountain. It's like a little bit. You go up down, and then you can come back up and then go back down again. So it's like a, just some little details in that, man. It's just like, again, Get to the top, learn how to sustain, and learn how to continue to build gradual momentum and sustain your goals and gains, man. That that's what uh that's what Vertex Performance is all about, man. That's kinda like where I'm at right now too. And I can kinda explain that transition as well. Yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. So Vertex yeah. Performance, man. What's your what's your business pop, what's your business model? Um where have you seen the most success? Um what is your what is your plan going forward? Uh, right. So, you know, straight, straight business model. Like I said, that, that one-stop shop principle, man, guys come to me and get it all. You don't got to go to another place and, and do strength conditioning, come to another place, pay money to pay someone to do sports training. You can come to me, get a one-stop shop. You know, we gotta, we're mm-hmm. going to activate our physical therapy component here. Uh, in the next coming month, I really like to, you know, explain all the moves, but you know, uh, got, got to put it out there, man. Um, and so, basically, right right now, we're kind of based. I'm, I'm based out of Yorktown, Virginia. Um, hey, that's that's, 
You ever seen Mac? Yeah, the highlight tape. Yeah, man. A cornerback, number 76, chasing him. I said, oh, man, come on, man. Nah, man. Hey, man. I never told you oh, this, but in, the, in, in, in my highlight tape, on the other side of the ball, we played T.C. Williams, and A-Dub is in there, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, he on the other side of the ball, though. <laughs> That's, That's too funny, man. But yeah, but yeah, fellas, man, I'm, I'm, I'm based out of Yorktown, Virginia, man. I, I found some great guys. I partnered up with um, some former pro soccer guys, man, at the Premier Sports Center, we got about 6,000 square feet of turf. We got there's indoor batting cages, soccer goals. You know, obviously we have the fitness and athletics, the strength conditioning equipment as well. Um, you know, we got treatment tables, man, a little, little bit of everything in there, man. And uh, we got an outdoor field as well. How did you uh, facilitate that business relationship? Hey, man, you know, you know, as, as, uh, as Wahoos and, and, and uh, people's, people with people skills, you know, I, I basically reached out to a couple people. Um, you know, and, you know, when, when you present yourself well, you, you know, just as well as I do, you know, someone extended their, extended their contact based on being impressed with my business plan and my business model. And next thing I know, I get a meeting with these guys from Premier Sports Center who were also we were on the same page and impressed with what I was really presenting uh, and able to offer them. And, uh, you know, next thing I know, you know, Vertex Performance is able is, is, is landing a, uh, you know, ideal strategic partnership and then I'm building an alliance and now I was able to relaunch because I was actually, I, you know, we always going to have plan A, plan B and plan C, you know what I'm saying, in your toolbox and my, my plan A, obviously, I like to have my own place, you know, um, but at the same time, timing is everything, man. So my plan B was, you know, to find an alliance, you know, and find that partnership, man. It turned out B was better than A because in terms of, you know, that startup, start up a company, I would have had to I would have had to fork out tons of money to get some equipment, turf, batting cages and and, and et cetera, and then I would have had to pay rent, you know, and, and, and utilities. So this 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 strategic partnership was perfect for me, man, because, you know, the language and the and the business relationship that we're building, they already kinda had a lot of stuff in place and where I came in, they primarily not they, they only did soccer. Um, they only did soccer training, like soccer, and that was it. But they had this. They they had you, you. You guys walk in there. I mean, it's big. It's big enough to do. Uh, you can do football training. It's it's it's, it's, it's tall enough court. Now you can't throw no deep ball, you know. But you can throw some outs, some slants, some. You get plenty of quality work in on inclement weather. And my my mind went instantly to like, wow, you know, I name a sport. You know, you could do a little bit of everything in here. You know how diversified you know I am and how we are. You know, I, I'm I, I can I can train baseball, softball, football, you know, lacrosse players, you know, field hockey. I mean, name like I said, name a sport. As long as you got that space and the equipment to be able to cater to it. And another big thing that separates Vertex from I don't even look at competition, but just from surrounding you know other companies and individuals, we're offering true performance. You know, you 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 you, you can uh and and we all know this. It's it's if if you're a football player and you can go get bigger, stronger, faster all you want. If you if you're not working foot working technique and individual position skills and drills and, and and enhancing your game and watching film and breaking down video analysis and, and enhancing your mental IQ and, and understanding schemes and 
you know, that's you, you, you're missing a very large aspect of the performance side of things. You know what I'm saying? And that's what, like, Vertex is really trying to fill that void. And I'm trying to teach these guys when they're six, seven, eight years old, getting them started early. Obviously, we can't go too advanced at that young age. But the way, the way that we're building it, fellas, is like we're, we're going to lay strong fundamentals and foundation when they're six, seven, eight. And then as they progress, we're getting them ready in elementary school, getting them ready for middle school, middle school, getting them ready for high school, et cetera. But we're all the whole... The whole concept and the whole program is about trying to turn more amateurs into professionals. And that's not necessarily trying to get people drafted, but that's more so going about your business in a professional way, just like how we conduct business as entrepreneurs and just like how you guys, you know, Chase, Dom, you guys had a shot at, you know, Chase, you know, you know NFL careers and, and, and Max as well in terms of, you know, everything that you've accomplished. you got to be able to... To go about things in, in a structured, quality, disciplined manner if you're ever going to be great at anything. And so that, that's kind of what I, uh, what, I, what I focus on, man, with, uh, with Vertex, bro. What challenges do you face on a, on a daily basis? I guess me and Don, we've both, you know, done some training type stuff. Um, I know one of the issues I had was you know, it was time to fit in. Um, what, what are some right. challenges that you face and how do you – you know, try to combat some of the challenges you may face? Uh, I, I didn't catch you. You said challenges in terms of what number? Yeah. So what challenges do you face, and how do you, like, um, combat those challenges, like, going forward as far as whatever you may be facing um, within your company or just individually, um, how it affects right. your day-to-day? Absolutely. Uh, I think I think the biggest challenge is time. <laughs> Um, you know, time, time and, 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 and scheduling and, and really, you know, down to the, I'm down about the nitty gritty details, man. So for me, you know, I don't have a lot of, uh, I don't have a huge staff. I don't have a lot of people helping. I do got a couple key individuals, man, that are helping out. So for me, it's about trying to maximize each day. I got a market. I got a sale. I got a train. We're doing videography. We're doing a lot of things, man. So the biggest challenge for me is trying to execute down to the details every single day, you know, with business. It's all about building that momentum, man. And as soon as you, you know, lose that momentum, you know, it's, it, it's sometimes kind of hard to keep getting back going. So I'm trying to get a little bit more structured and more organized. Uh, that's the area of opportunity for me that kind of poses some challenges. Um, I think, and I, I want to say a, a, another major challenge as well is uh, execution, you know, because, I'm not, I'm not a big on, uh, like I said, I, I really focus on myself and what we're doing in Vertex. So, but in terms of if you're going to advertise a product or a service, you know, it, it has to be good quality. It has to be what I say. Like if I, if I put a flyer out or I put a program out and I'm saying this is what you're paying for, i got to be able to deliver on that. Um, so the challenge, I, I, I challenge myself, fellas, to, to execute that and do it fast turnover, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I get video on a guy that I'm, that I'm building, developing their, their prospect development package, and I'm, and I'm sending it out to pro scouts, I got to have that turnover. I got to shoot the footage or hire somebody to shoot the footage, and then we got to shoot, we got to turn, we got to edit it, get it squared away, nice and professional, and, and get it sent off as soon as possible. Because, again, the biggest challenge for us all is time. You know, if, if, if you're not up, if operating and executing within those time frames, you, that, that, that's the difference of getting the opportunity and getting overlooked. 
Um, so I, I would say those are probably the big, the big, the biggest challenges that uh, I'm I'm battling with, but also doing doing a pretty darn good job of uh, you know executing to this point, man. But every day is a challenge, fellas. You know that for sure. Biz, you got What's up, you got you got a pretty aggressive mission mission statement for sure. For sure. Um, my my thing is my my question to you is how hard is it to uh, assemble your team because everything you're saying i believe in you like you're a rare type of athlete that can do everything how did you find the right pieces to the puzzle to put your team together because i'm gonna i'm anticipating you're just gonna get more and more clients and you're only one man you know what i'm saying so it's oh, like, man. right how do you get those qualified people not to just train but to to, to do the film study you know what i'm saying all the knowledge that you have in multiple sports like is it tough finding that other places, man. I tell, I, I, I tell you what, Don, man. That's um, I'm glad you brought that up, man, because that, that's that's another major challenge, bro. Um, and you 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 do that. You you vet individuals, just like you three guys. You guys are like-minded individuals, right? Triple yeah. triple team. And so, <clears throat> it's a challenge when you start getting into this industry because you know some people you might bring somebody in and and. You know they they might not fit or align with your with your model and and, and your motives and so it kind of I don't like to dilute my product and my services so to speak. Um, so I'll I'll, I'll preface with that man and and secondly, like you said, I'm one man, right? But I'm also the ultimate team player, and so I'm trying to bring in collective individuals with the same mindset that have skills and expertise, professionalism. And you got to be business. If you're going to rock with me, you got to be a little business savvy, have some acumen as well, or at least be willing to learn some skills and development and always be willing to, to take feedback because I'm, I take feedback from everybody. You know what I'm saying? And so I'll, I'll say that. And then also I'm, I'm really trying to carve, I'm big on like trying to carve out a niche. Like when you, when you're building a team, the most effective teams, if you look at like the Patriots, they got, they, they got selective guys that, you do your job and you do that job well, right? And then they got a group, you know what I'm saying? And, and you got other people that, you know, other, other teams in sports, especially basketball, you're getting paid to play lockdown out there like Maximilian, lockdown, defense, and rebound. That's it. We're not expecting you to score. And as long as you build a team with, you got individuals that know their role and they can execute at a high level, that's when you can take things to, you know, a next level. And that's what I'm trying to build now. I just saw um, Man, real, real, real blessed. One of my, one, man, he's actually my mentee into the uh, the Hampton University physical physical therapy department. You know, he ran track at uh, North Carolina A T. Okay, this guy's name is Dorian Claggett. Right, he's a four time uh, four by four hundred meter uh, champion, man, at the MEAC at uh, North Carolina A T. And so, what he does, you know, he's a he's a speed specialist. You understand? It's like he. I can, I have, I have certification, CSCS, and the level one USA track and field certification, blah, blah, blah. But I never ran track. You know, it's, 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 it's one thing you guys can respect this. You know, you put that baseball bat in my hand. If I'm doing baseball drills, if I'm doing anything baseball related, I'm going to be able to show, demonstrate, and the kids are going to see that and be wild. They're like, okay, he knows what he's talking about. He can do it, can execute it, et cetera. 
some of the speed work drills. My my knee feels mad. I, I mess around doing some of them drills, but I might be on the might get me in the cold bath and then and I feel full 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 body submerged. Um, and and so and so I brought, I brought on I brought on a track guy who's a speed athlete because you you know speed makes everything go. Right, and then I want to I want to bring in a football spec. I want to bring in people that want to specialize, but also are so diversified. Right, does that make sense? No, yeah, that's specializing right. specializing a niche, but you can't just be one. You, know, you can't be necessarily one size fits all, you know. But you got to be able to be diversified enough. But what you do, you do that shit well. Excuse my language, and, and that's how we're building a team. So I'm really just starting, just really trying to put the pieces of the puzzle together, man. I had the vision laid out. I got a couple people that I'm that I'm that I'm acquiring on. I got another guy down. Uh, I got a pitching specialist, man, Ricardo Harvey. You know, JC down to Fayetteville, man. It's going to really come in and contribute, man, and join the team. So I'm really just trying to put the piece of the puzzle together, man, and 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 uh, try to find the the right people at the you know to, to do the right things, man, with the teamwork. But you got to be teamwork oriented, man. Boys know that, man. You got you, you can't go in with. Thinking about I, you know, think about you, you know, it's, it's about the family, it's about the company, and we're, we're, we're worth more working together than separate is what I'm trying to really preach um, and educate to, to, to people that I'm trying to really get on, you know what I'm saying, to bring on board, and also just in the community as well, man, so people can start working together. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see y'all boys doing what y'all doing, man. Um, just not, not to deviate, man, but y'all, y'all boys are doing a heck of a job, man, and y'all, you know, straight teamwork, so. I'm going to deviate a little bit this. I got kind of a two-part question. Um, I got okay. a lot of your posts on Facebook and stuff, and it seems like you do a lot of mentorship. At least try to help guys out with, you know, life after sports. You know, the first part of the question is, like, oh, yeah. is, that, part, is that part of your Vortex performance package, the whole package of life after sports? And this, the second part would then be, though, um, you know, we all know what it took to get to college. Is it too early? You know, when when is too early to really start telling, hey, you got to start thinking about life after? Because if you want to make it to that collegiate level, man, I mean, you got to right, be right. all in, all in at all times. So, is is there a time that's too soon to really be like, hey, man, you know, this might not work out? Right, right, man. Those, those are another great questions, man. And, and so, you know, to answer the first thing about the mentorship, I don't charge people for mentorship. You know, to, to 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 me, mentorship is voluntarily. It, it, it's out of love. You're you're extending your your resources and your time. You know, eventually, I will create more like an official mentorship type program. But for right now, and that that'll be more like nonprofit, just trying to gain, you know, get get some funds so that kids can be able to go college tours and 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 be able to experience some of the things that they might not be fortunate enough to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because of families or whatever, et cetera, man, and um. The, the, the second part of that, man, is that's why we got to start them young, you know, because guys like us, we had our act together. We weren't perfect, right? But to, but, but to become a division one, to earn a scholarship, to, right, to, excel in, to excel in your sport and in school and to have a good high character for a coach in a college to, to trust in you, to invest in giving you money, pay for your college. You got you got to be squared away. Now again, some people slip through right. the cracks, etc. You know, but there, there, there's more people that had the talent that we had, or at least comparable. But they did they didn't have that level of focus, man. They, did, they didn't have that mentorship. They didn't have that 
listen, G, all you got to do is sit down and just try in school. If you try in high school, man, you can get A's. Right. If you just try. <laughs> right, you, right. You know, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just really put in the work. If you really find to start hanging around people that are, and that's another thing, you got to hang around people. And I had, this was a tough lesson for me. You got to hang around people that are, that are trying to elevate. That are, that, are, that are trying to do the right things. You know what I'm saying? And we, we, we don't get to the kids early enough, right? We, we, we really got to hit them boys and, like, boys and girls in, like, elementary school because as soon as you hit middle school, the peer pressure kicks up. Oh, then you go to high school, then it levels up even right. more. You know what I'm saying? And then more people just, uh, they, they underachieve. And, yeah. and saying that and saying that in the nicest way, you know what I'm saying. And that's the, I, I, I believe the younger the better, Max. To answer your question, bro. So before we before we get over here, I know we've been going on here for a minute. That's how it goes when we get former teammates on here. We've been going on forever. But um, right. I got one question because this is from my training experience. How do you deal okay. with training somebody and them not? You know, when we was training and we was coming up. We were fully invested. We knew the effort it took, how hard we had to work, and all these different types of things. That was one of the, the issues I had when I was training people. Was a, I, just, I, I was the whole frustrated because I cared more about it than they cared about. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, and, and not to cut you off, Chase, but we grew up in the age of, of not all this Instagram and, and all this stuff. They see, you know, the Zions and all that, and, and, and they want to be a part of that big clout chasing, but they understand that, that stuff takes work, man. They probably, no one ever sees what Zion really does. You know, they see him on game day. And we didn't grow up with that. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we didn't I see that. But I'm, game day. I'm, I'm a guy sitting in front of these guys, come from the same city they come from, went to the right. same high school they, they went to, made it to the same goals that they want to make it to. And I'm trying to tell them exactly how to execute those goals. You know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly what I did to execute those goals. You know what I'm right. saying? And, nah, you know, you, seriously. Right. How do, you, how do you deal with that? Because I know you're one of the hardest workers I know. And, right, you know, right. You know, one of your, you're not going to deal with people. You're not going to train people that have the same regret that you have. You know what I'm saying? It's almost trying to put yourself into them. How how do you deal with that? And right. it's frustrating to you. Um, you know, some, some, sometimes it does get frustrating. I mean, as, as we've all experienced. Um, well, one one thing that I, 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 I I'll say this. One one of my most effective things that that I'm do that I do or I'm capable of doing is cutting switches on and lighting fires. You know what I'm saying? And I think, I don't know what I mean, I'll call it a blessing from God, man, but it's just like some people I can get through to them. Now, every once in a while, you do stumble upon a kid that, you know, like like you said, Chase, you can give them the gold standard and do X, Y, Z, and if you do that, you're going to get to the next level, and they still won't listen to you. They'll kind of, you know, kind of half, give you half effort, man, but you, you you gotta. My, my my biggest thing that I try to focus on is not to give up on them and to try and find a way to to reach them so that they do lock in. And, and I tell my story because just just like all of us, they they and, and what Maxson was saying, they 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 see the guys playing on TV with these multi-million dollar contracts, right? And and they see some of the most talented guys. And mind you, some of the talented guys don't don't really work hard as like you know workhorses like how we are built. But it's like, when I tell my story, I'm like, when people see me, they see me as, like, I'm, you know, I'm not going to I'm athletically gifted. 
But boy, they didn't see me up at 5 o'clock in the morning, 5.30, taking tea work and pitch black. My, me, just me and my pops out there, he had like a little flashlight. And just to give me just enough light so that I can see the ball hitting, you know, teach swing upon swing, quality repetitions before I went to school. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's those little nuances that we're, 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 we're trying to reach. You got to try to reach the kids, G. Jason, I, and, I, and I know it gets frustrating, man, but it's just like we got to find creative ways to, to, to try and say something that cuts the switch on, but can't, can't, we, we can't do nothing. Everybody got to keep their own fire lit, you know what I'm saying? And so at some yeah. point, you got to be able to, you can only encourage and motivate somebody but so, so much. much. And exactly. I'll be mind. like this, yo. I'm going to be honest. What you do here with me isn't enough. I can push you as hard as you want. I can push you as hard as you want to be pushed in this hour or two hours. But this ain't going to get it. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. You got to do stuff when you're at home. I'm going to give you some things to do. I'm going to suggest this and this and this. And then when you come back, I'm be like, yeah, have y'all done any of that? You did any of this? Nah, man. Nah. You, nah. So y'all must think I'm playing. I'm telling you, that this ain't enough. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm, right, the right. you know, I'm just over here trying to collect, collect some coins. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, let me go ahead and move on because I feel like I'm going to have to train for free. And like, if they're not there for free or if I'm not there for free, right, then right. I feel like, like that wasn't, wasn't meant to say an investment, you know? And that's really true, man. Just to, just to say one little last thing on that, man. I, I was kind of in the same boat for a little while. And I really got to the point where now it's like, I just, I, I really want to, I, I want a handful of guys. You know, so like the families that I got right now, you know, going through the eval process and like really taking things to the next level, they, they see the vision, right? They're trusting the process. You get you get families involved, you get the kids involved, and they're like, and that's why you really got to get them young. I mean, Chase and down the match because if if, if if them boys fifteen, sixteen years old, man, they're gonna be looking in the eyes like I know it all. You know what I'm saying? And they're gonna be right. it's gonna be harder to get to them. They they're gonna be on the you know what I'm saying Xbox and PS4 and IG, YouTube, and all that, and they're not gonna do that stuff at the crib. Yeah, it's like I, I told him the same thing. I'm like, listen, you guys come to train two, three times a week. It's seven days in a week. <laughs> right. You know, that's that's, that's 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 three that's three four days that you got to be doing something because if you don't do that, you're gonna come back. And I got I got to do extra coaching because I got I got to reteach you what we learned last week because you didn't do your homework. You know what I'm saying? And then we get back to the same. It's just just like school. <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah, man. I, I try I try to. I'm trying to work on that by taking on less clients so that I can like take those clients and max out with those guys and young ladies and then like really give the fan like if I get guys to lock in, oh boy. I'm I'm gonna give you everything I got. But if you if you if you come to the table and this and this ain't really what you want, you know, I'm gonna just have to be honest with the families at at, at some point and just say like maybe, you know, maybe you know, just at, at, at a different time, at a different level. You know, maybe we try something else. You know, when they're mentally ready for this, not not necessarily writing people off, but 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 like you're saying, at at, at some point, I can't want it more than you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I I I just can't. And you know, that's just I built the whole I built, I built the whole program, bro. I built the whole program here in Lexington. Uh, I see what you were doing. Right. Go ahead. High school kids, high school, high school football players, just high school football players. Oh, Minnesota Football Academy. And, you know, I would right. take them through a summer 
just like I would do if I was getting ready for a season. I'm talking about right. two days, Legit. three days. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't even try to do pushing the car, running the hills, the big loop, right. the jump rope. You know what I'm saying? I'm giving, them, I'm giving them the work. I'm like, hey, this is how you got to work. You know what I'm saying? This is how you got to work right here. And, right. you know, it was to the point where, you know, hey, man. I felt like, I felt like, hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm over here getting you the secret sauce. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to charge you $10,000 a month for this right here. And you over here, you know, show up late. Um, you know what I'm saying? Start walking on the yeah. run, cramp, walking in. 